Mad Beef is kept going and growing by generous support from Skater HQ. Bill and the team have been heavily involved in the inline skating community since 1991 and continue to support competitions, skaters, and now a podcast. You can visit Skater HQ at one of their Sydney shops or shop online at skaterhq.com.au. Also, big thanks to our Patreon supporters. It really means a lot. If you want to become a patron of the podcast, find us on Patreon and pledge a monthly contribution. Even just $2 a month would be a huge encouragement. Hey, welcome to Mad Beef, the Australian Rollerblading Podcast. This is Mikey Lynch here, and today I have an interview with Peter Wynant from um, Adapt Brand, talking about the new 2020 lineup, including the whole range of frames, the um, Adrian Deck Pro models, both with Brutali and GTO, and the very soon to be kind of formally announced uh, next model of the Super Legera, the SP model. Um, among other things, we talk about the new removable heels liner section uh, that they've just released. And Peter acknowledges reluctantly that if you really must, then now you can, with the 2022 models, put another liner inside an Adapt Brand skate. Ugh. Anyway, I hope you enjoy it. All right, well, here we are catching up again, Peter, after, I don't know, maybe even like a year, two years? I can't think now. Last time we did a podcast together, but... Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, how, how have you been anyway? You've been busy, you guys. You're always busy, but um, you've done yeah. some moving, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we decided last minute, as always, that's how that works. <laughs> we, we basically always decide in the winter we need to move, uh, but this time we did it, like, really proper. Uh, we just came up with, like, we came from a holiday, me and Olga, we had one week of holiday in, in Spain after a year of working because of the COVID craziness. Uh, and uh, we just took one week off and uh, it basically fully influenced everything we did after. Uh, one week was enough to, to realize we needed to change some things to again up our game, you know, stuff like this. And uh, yeah, so on, on the personal note, we, we moved out to a more quiet place in, in the Netherlands. Um, so just in between Belgium and Germany, which is really cool. And uh, yeah, for us, that's it has been amazing. It has been a lot of work, uh, three months of every day of work and still trying to manage everything with Adept. It has been crazy um, because the, the building we we're in right now, so it's basically we have our house and then on the same ground we have the uh, building for Adapt, basically, um, where we do all the more dedicated work and orders get shipped and uh, we have an office uh, over there and workspaces. Um, as well as where customers can just come in and check out a new collection or leather materials or stuff like this uh, so yeah it's been but it's been crazy because i i always think it's one week of work and it ended up being three months yeah. <laughs> and then still trying to do the new collection and the launch and people emailing and and they are excited and where is the launch and and we're just like not trying to lose our hair and not get crazy <laughs> so it's like it's always a battle but uh yeah it's crazy but uh yeah, it's been good, and uh, yeah, for sure, it's been amazing. And uh, yeah, and, and and I saw some in the during this all this, I saw some links that you sent me from your uh, novel, basically that you that you have been working on. So you yeah. you've been busy as well. Yeah, yeah, I have been. Look, I really appreciate your you know your Olga's enthusiasm for that writing project. So I'm. Yeah. I'm done with writing it now. I'm trying to find a publisher. That's that's where I'm up to. Okay. This plan to write a, a novel about rollerblading. It starts back in 1993 and goes through mm -hmm. the 2015. So it covers a big chunk of time. Um, You've been skating since 93 as well? Uh, well, I think I first tried rollerblades in 91. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. skating before then. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so. I'm an, I'm a 92, 92 person. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it kind of looks at that whole time. I mean, from a yeah. from an Australian starting point, you know. Um, yeah. 
yeah so so that which has that, been crazy to be honest like the, the australian like mm-hmm. scene was like all the good ones you know all the <laughs> tim ward and all all those yeah. guys man it's, it's crazy how how, yeah. how that happened and how they went over to the u.s and basically conquered the yeah. entire like skating whatever yeah that was crazy like i had some so the ones I looked up to were mostly yeah, from Australia. That's, so, right. Yeah. that's right. That's right. Yeah. So 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 it's a, it's been fun to write, and I mean it's just with something like a book. I mean it's the same with I know if you have a band or you want to be an actor, it's it's it takes <laughs> a long time, and you've got to get lucky. Yeah. So I'm um, you know yeah. in, that, in that process now, I think it is there's something good about publishing traditionally rather than independently. Mm-hmm. You know, just self published because I think it just reaches that little bit further. And I think if you self-publish, you, you you have to become a bookseller as well as an author. It's taken yeah. two jobs, you know what I mean? Whereas Super it, hard. That's right. Yeah. So, so that, that's something in the middle of. If anyone listening to this has connections or contacts, they can help. That <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, did, I have had a few parts published. Well, one part has already been published in an Australian mm. journal, Small Story. Yeah. Um, and another yeah, I think part, you, you sent me the link uh, from that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, And then another yeah. one is about to get published in an English um E magazine connected with a small publisher. Okay. So so there's two. To be parts. to be honest, timing is pretty good with skating on the up and yeah. You know, well, I'm trying to say this as I said it to people. I say, oh, you know, skating is on the up and there's interest in yeah. you know all the skate sports and so um, you know, someone someone needs to do it sooner or later. So yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. 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 And and so hopefully those small you know those small public public um, sections. Can also help with increasing interest with um, with a public yeah. taking a risk on a on a yeah exactly yeah. and um, they can see the potential you know so so stay tuned. It's always it's all, it's pretty cool that you're doing this because it's me and Olga understand like like no other. It's pretty stressful to put like to give everything and to put something of yourself in into a project and then hoping. You're just basically all you can do is hope because you're never one hundred percent sure it will work or it will be picked like it will it it will catch on or or wherever it goes you know and it's basically at one point you have to just put it out there and basically yeah hope for basically the best and but yeah I think it was really cool that you you wrote us about this and we had like a small opportunity to help out a bit even yeah. if. You know, if if that's only a small portion, it, it was nice to like. I was interested. Uh, I'm I'm more of a, a magazine reader. I'm always really into. I have way too many magazines. Um, it's like my drug, you know. And yeah. but then Olga, is, she reads like books, whatever. And and I I was always like because I really like doing the interviews with you. And I was like, okay, we need to support this. And uh, but yeah, it took us a bit of a long time to get things going, and for you as well. So, but yeah, yeah, it's great that that stuff is really yeah. thanks, coming man. Together. Well, stay tuned, and maybe look, you know, I, I'd love it if it gets out there, and I can then post you guys or or come and visit and give you a copy of it with the acknowledgement oh, yeah. section. You guys are in the acknowledgement section, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you promised me a book with some signatures, though. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. So, um, so we'll maybe. Yeah, that's yeah, it. That's cool. it. That's it. Stay tuned. Um, I've also been writing your um, your not the most latest version of the the Brutale, but the the last. Yeah, yeah, the last one just before Good. that. Yeah, two thousand twenty-one. It was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and and that was yeah. I think the 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 adapts I had before that were the twenty seventeen team stealth. Yeah, yeah, and so two things I've. I've noticed. Look, what uh-huh. I mean, the 45 degree strap, I, I hadn't had tried that before and it looks cool. Yeah. I'm yeah. not sure still personally if I need it. I feel like the laces are so good. Yeah. You know? uh, but it yeah. looks cool. It looks cool. And um, yeah, yeah. and it sometimes is nice just to have that an extra an extra button to press. Yeah. On a good, I, uh, I, I would say it depends on, on what your foot's shape is. Yeah, okay. uh, if it yeah. if if you need it or not. If you full up fill up the skates basically laces will do perfectly fine yeah um i mean i'm really snug of, yeah really snug yeah yeah but some people have a really low foot basically and like a low arch on, Flat, on their yeah. foot yeah and then it's it's needed because they're over tightening the skate and the leather can only take this much we have to uh, reinforce it and so you know it's it's a double like some people really love it other are like oh like the smooth lines of the adapt without it or with it so it's double but 
it's options. You know, you can take it off, you can add it. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, um, uh, it's it's noticeably to me. I, it's, sometimes it's hard to know because you don't know what's in your head and what you're, you know, what you're feeling. But it does feel just that little bit lighter. I feel like than the the 2017. Yeah, and, yeah and, it is. Yeah. And the stomp just a little bit more solid. Yeah. I mean, the 2017 was a solid stomp. You know. I, yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah. With, um, uh, what's it? Uh, it's funny. Casey, that, Casey Burgundy was saying he misses he misses the adapt stomp. You know. <laughs> Um, yeah, 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 and um, and uh, and and I, who would have thought it could be more solid? But it feel I don't know. Maybe you could explain why. Is it is I, it more I solid can. for a reason? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's cool that you actually uh, like feel it or or hear yeah. it basically. Because yeah. in 2022, the material that we used on the bottom of the skate, uh, basically due to COVID, was uh, we couldn't get it anymore. And it's always stressful to get materials and and make sure they will if it's if it's working to to keep it going, you know. So we we quickly decided, okay, we need new samples of materials to test uh, some stuff. And I had something up in the attic laying there that we worked with in the beginning, but never ended up using it. Um, so I was like, let's try this. And it's a basically a, a PU. It's it, it's like a more of a rubber uh, right. base, and that's basically on on the bottom of the skate. And before wow. we used, we, yeah, we used to. Um, th- there is cork in the middle of the carbon, so that absorbs. So it doesn't like really have this tick, like this clack, you know. But the the, the bottom basically, we used to just have a, a foam under there, like a very dense foam. Um, the problem with this is that um, it, it can flex a bit. So basically the bolts, they would also always have to be tightened again. And, and sometimes it would come loose, you know, and, and that's one of the big downsides about placing just any foam or whatever between the boot and the sole plate or the boot, sole plate and frame. Uh, because the, the bolts are just like they're tiny little movements. Uh, it wears the threads out. It, it, it doesn't work perfect so we were aware but it was kind of working and then we switched to the new one um, with the new uh, pu and and it's basically like it, it it has no give so basically when you tighten it up it it's full solid uh, a lot of our test riders they said oh bolts now yeah, are yeah, stuck like, yeah exactly mm-hmm. so uh and but it does offer like the the it doesn't resonate so it doesn't it, it absorbs everything. And then this together with the shell, we, we did, we always make some tiny changes in, in the shell um, to make it better. And uh, yeah, but it, it's, it's nice to hear that you, yeah. <laughs> that you pick out this small thing because yeah, yeah it is, it's crazy. It's, it's quite a lot of tinkering about. And, and, and sometimes I see online that people just, oh, just place something in there. And I'm like, but, but te- we, we need to test stuff because yeah. literally a bolt coming loose can be very dangerous. And um, we had issues about this as well. So now we fixed it and it's uh, nice to hear that you really yeah, definitely. see it as a result. So we're, we're keeping this trend for 2022. So the new ones, they all have the same material. And yeah, we nice. just bought a really big batch of that stuff in Italy uh, to make sure we can still keep providing it. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. And then the cool. final thing I noticed was um, uh, I'm not sure if I'm meant to notice anything about whether the frames are different um, or, or anything. I didn't, didn't notice, didn't personally didn't yep. notice anything else. But, they are. But I did notice that um, uh, I think you say this even on your website, a slight, a slightly, I don't know if the right word is softer, a bit more flex in the actual shell I mean, like again, it's still yep. an adapt skate. So people who want that wobbly, you know, the wobbly bendy ankle, it's not the mm-hmm. right skate for them. Still got to no. use your knees to bend. Yeah. But, but just um, maybe like in in uh, straight out of the box, tightening up, you just notice yep. a little bit more flex in that kind of way. So it's not bendy yep. like a plastic boot, but it does no. feel. It, I, it, I remember. Is, uh, I remember putting on the twenty seventeen. Takes a few rides before it really happens yep. to your foot. Whereas. This this fit straight out of the box felt just it felt like the yeah, last exactly. one after a week yeah the the reason for this is two two uh, two things actually um, so basically with the older adapts they would get really good after a, a while of skating and and they would actually get really like your skate 
Um, but it took a while. And that had to do not only with the shell, uh, but it had to do mostly with the, the thickness of the leather. Um, so basically it was two millimeter. And then it was add-ons on add-ons. And it, in some parts, it was almost six millimeter of leather, which is crazy uh, to stitch even and, and to, to basically get this leather all to work with, with you. Yeah. Took a while. Um, customers, some know adapt and others are not that, they don't have the time <laughs> to, to wait for this to happen basically. And, and they don't trust it. So basically they're like, hmm, not sure. And then they would buy something else. And I'm like, wait, you know, it will get there. Um, so that was one of the goals. I think it was two years ago where we started working with the leather manufacturer in Holland for producing the exact thickness that we wanted. So we did different uh, thicknesses and we stopped at 1.3 uh, millimeter. Um, and this entirely design, uh, made the skate different. Uh, one of the reasons that the vegan skates were very popular was because of the, it was a good step in for adapt, basically. It was the first step to get into adapt. Yeah. And in the end, you would always end up with the hardcore one because you would want more. But the vegan material was very soft. So it was easier to relate from another skate to this one. And with, uh, yeah, so basically that what was what we were searching, but we still wanted more rigidity because the vegan for me personally was too soft. Um, so now we, we, we have this, basically we have the 1.3 and then this year we did a new process in the lettering, like for the letter to make it more rigid a bit. Mm -hmm. it, so it's 1.3, but it has a different finish yeah. so that it doesn't uh, allow a stretch basically. Um, so that's reason one. And reason two is in 2017, we uh, completely changed production on how we make the shells. Um, before it was, um, mistakes could happen a bit easier and it was really hard to control the placement of the fibers. So that makes an influence. So if one uh, fiber is horizontal and the other one is like in a, at a 45 degree angle on, placed on top, this creates a different effect um, in, in rigidity. Um, so basically uh, in 2017, we made a base shell and that is the future and we are still using this. The base shell is basically it is a, a combination of dialine fiber, Kevlar fiber, and UD carbons in the bottom of the in uh, of the sole. This is the base, and then if you want a stiffer skate, we add one extra layer on the top, and that is a full carbon. So basically, if you have a standard one, that's a dialine, but it's a mixture. Um, so it's it is a really good shell. And that has a bit more flex. So if you if it is your first adapt, maybe look into getting this one. The second one, you will probably want to go to a carbon because you're used to how the adapt uh, feels. But it's it is a combination of the leather and the the 2017 onwards uh, shell that we fully redesigned, basically. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so some of those changes then in the process is that does, mm -hmm. and, and and this kind of perfect kind of um, solution you've come up with that explains then why the Rivali is is not on the 2022 line is that because you feel like you can no. provide variety for customers um, in the Brazil that the Rivali is not there because of COVID and ah. our manufacturer went uh, bankrupt basically they had to ah. close their doors for the yeah. vegan material right. Um, we are in the like really searching for it uh, because it was one of our key points to have a vegan skate. Sure. Um, I have to say, in performance-wise, the leather skate is always the more performance-wise uh, skate. Um, but the vegan is is a good option uh, to have. Basically, a, a bit of soft toned down adapt. Uh, you know, for some people, it is perfect. Um, we still have black, uh, so we, we don't promote it. So if, if people are really vegan and they want it, we can still produce a black skate. Um, 
but we are in the works of a new manufacturer. Um, but uh, the amounts, because of COVID, the amounts of raw material we have to buy is, is triple or, or more. Yeah. Um, so it is a bit of in a between. We cannot go loose with colors. Uh, that's something in the future. We might have a white or a black or, or a gray in the vegan. Uh, but uh, That was going to be you... one of my questions. One of the, the changes yeah. away from the, the vegan was the loss of the white adapt option yeah yeah it is yeah, yeah. so so that there's one day you just said <laughs> you just said in the future we might see a white yeah. adapt again okay yeah, cool. one day mm-hmm. I, I have two ideas for something white uh one of them is going to be vegan and one of the other ones is going to be metal so but that's something else <laughs> but that's too much into the future right now. Right. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't yeah. hear anything. No one heard anything. Either. So the people don't have to wait because <laughs> it can't still take another five years. I don't know. It's it's yeah. something in my head that maybe one day I'll. Wow, exciting. Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. cool. <laughs> Um, yeah. uh, should we chat about 2022 line? So this just like let's launched. do. Yeah, this is really good. Uh, recent news, like started yeah. this week. You guys launched this stuff, um, and yep. with it, you launched a new line and a new logo as well. Exactly. Um, and so, I mean, you—I feel like the the previous logo communicated, especially the handmade ethos and that kind of, mm-hmm. you know, here's a you know uniquely like a kind of a hipster vibe. You know, here here's mm-hmm. people who. Are, you know, that, that's what it, it became actually yeah 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 because mm. the original it was always derived from the original very early logo mm. to be honest at that point we were just focusing fully on on making skates and and uh, making it work and, and as a company um so the time we put in was just like any other startup there they would look online maybe a bit and try some lettering and oh this looks cool and then we yeah. took the a from that font basically and used it as, as our um, image. Um, and then after a couple of years, this font got super, like everybody was using it. And, and we had some claims with, um, we actually, um, how do you say it? We um, protected the logo uh, in Europe uh, for the entire Europe. And then people were just actually using the name Adept with the same lettering and I'm like, okay. Um, So there were some difficulties with this. And so at that point we, we wanted to step away at at one point from, from this, but we didn't want to leave our heritage uh, behind basically. Um, So we worked at that time with a friend to rebuild the logo. Um, And basically it was more of the, the, like you said, it's more the hipster way, uh, mm. the hand-built uh, uh, logo. It was a bit like scribbly more. And uh, But one of the issues we had that it, if if it would be on a flyer or it would have been on on something, it felt like it, it wasn't there and all the other logos would pop, basically. Um, so me and Olga were, yeah, we're, we were never 100% happy with how the logo was and we tried different things over the years and, and sometimes something would work. And then we had the logo done uh, by Sam, one of our team writers, but there was always more towards a collection where it then was part of the collection um, and not really the face of adept basically. And that all, all changed in, in literally one week um, because we were on vacation and the vacation was, there was one goal in mind that was to go to the mountains because I love mountains and I just needed to get back to what am I doing? What is important for me and Olga and what is adapt for us, you know, because that's, that's the biggest thing, you know, if you, if you're not happy with one part of it, it, it and it's the face of adapt, it doesn't work, you know, you're not 100% motivated. So the, the, the new logo is basically uh, we were driving and and at one point I, I just stopped the car and I said, give me a piece of paper. And I, I, I just drew it on a piece of paper in the car. And I said, this is it. 
And uh, it's basically the way I feel about Adapt. So it is, I think people will have to get used to it maybe, um, but it is how I feel. So it's basically, it is the pinnacle. So the top of the, the logo, it's basically like a triangle. In, in many ways, it's a different logo. So it's basically the, the inners of the A, if you look at it, so it is adapt. It is a mountain. So it's basically something that we are always, we're always trying to be better. We're always well, I, like I think climbing. About it. I think about it. It's it's the GTO and the Superleggera. So you have the hyperskate. And yeah. you go, oh, there's something better than the hyperskate. There's the GTO. <laughs> and then you go, actually, yeah. there's something better than the GTO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get rid of the hyperskate. That's not the GTO. It is this. Superleggera. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah. now you've so got it's the it's Superleggera a... SP or whatever it is. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it is this, this kind of... It's, I wouldn't call it a burden, but it's like this, how we are. We always want to search for better. And that, that quest, it's basically like a quest. Adapt for us, me and Olga is a quest. It's basically trying to find a way between production, making it work, making the best we possibly can, even in some crazy, stupid details. You know, when people are saying, why are you producing it in this material? It's five times the cost. And we're like, no, it looks good. You know, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so basically it's the logo is it's a mountain. It's the pinnacle. The top is the pinnacle. So the bottom is the other stuff and the top is the pinnacle where we're getting to where we want to be. And then it is, uh, yeah, it, it, yeah, that's basically the idea behind the entire logo. And, uh, yeah, it, for me, it is important that I, I made it myself. Um, because then adapt is, is me and Olga. That's it. You know, so if somebody else makes our logo, it will always, this is, this is us, you know, and, and this is what we do and, and we're fully committed. And this is the new design language, but also what we're doing towards customer support and adapt is, is going to get more involved, um, with the customer and caring and trying to be the best we can, you know, and uh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's I'm really happy doing. about that something you've, you've had to say in the past. I mean, it's only relatively recent. I think perhaps last time we talked or the time before was when that you made that move to be all in with adapt. And, um, yeah. and, and as yeah. you say, like when you're a startup and putting massive risk and, and it's, it's time and cash flow and, You've got to yep. make strategic decisions. One of those things has meant you've had to say, hey, we want to be responsive, but at times you may need to be patient as well. And so, yep. so that, that, that also evolves with time, yep. what your capacity is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and yeah, together with this brand new logo, uh, we we're always looking into what, what customers are asking um, and then trying to filter this down in, okay, is this what they, what is really needed? Uh, for example, I, we don't live under a rock. So basically we have seen that a lot of the aggressive influence people have been buying big wheel setups, uh, putting uh, liners into uh, shells and, and basically making their own uh, yeah, stuff uh, work. And for us, it's, it is really hard because our skate is, we, I look at our skates as a complete, basically. So it's a one design and it, everything works together. Uh, and that's how it's supposed to be. But then we live in a world where people want to explore, where people want to try out new things, which is totally fine. And I did as well. And I'm still uh, testing and trying out new things. But for example, like, People would ask me, "Can I? Can you just take out the foam and and I'll put a, like a liner in it?" And to be honest, it would always be offensive to me because I'm like, "Dude, like you're putting in a liner that costs two dollars to make. Like it's not more difficult to make than a pants, you know. And when pants are made in in uh, wherever they're made, it costs literally like a euro or or, or less. And um, and for me, it, it's a uh, Making a liner or a skate is, is like a, a, a work, you know. It, it is not just 
oh, we need to sell this amount or whatever. So when somebody would ask this, they would take basically ask me to take out 100 euros of foam to put in a two euro <laughs> foam back in that was not developed to work with how the skate is, you know? And yeah. that was really always like a struggle for me. And I was like, I wasn't really pleased with how that situation was going. So at one point, I, I got again, I was in a, in a conversation uh, with somebody and, and I got heated in, in the moment. And I was like, God damn it, like we're doing all this work and God damn it, like why, the, <laughs> like, dude, like, what, don't you understand, you know, like uh, we put all this effort and, and, and money into this and, and making sure it's, it's high end and, and even a foam, you know, we, we get it from Germany or Italy, you know, and um, and I was like, at once, I, I got it. And I, I was, uh, John Fromm was with me in the car and we were, the entire day we were talking about Formula One and other stuff. And I was like, I got it, I got it. And he's like, what? And I'm not going to say it. I'm going to make it and you're, you'll test it. And he was like, okay. And, and I talked to Olga and I was like, I finally got it. And it's uh, basically what the Superleggero, the first one, had a, it had a, the looks of a liner, but it was a full structural lining piece within the carbon shell. And because we didn't promote it that that well, because we they were sold out before they got they really got actually on the like actually on the market. Um, I was I'm still working with the Superleggera and, and and making the technique better and whatever. Um, and I got the idea like when I'm making these pieces for the Superleggera, I'm basically constructing the back half first. And I had one sitting there, and I was like. What if we just take out all the paddings in the shell from the back and then basically put in two Velcro sides on the bottom and we have a fully low temperature heat moldable lining piece that we basically place in there and it gave us three big benefits and one of them is what if you wear out the padding on an adapt skate you're basically screwed or you have to like get in touch with me and I would have to make time to fix it, which I can, but it is not an easy task. Um, second was, if you don't know how to perfectly heat molten adapt, the top or something else could be a point of like, but it's not right. Yeah. You need to know what you're doing. So basically, if somebody is wearing out the top of the of the lining on the adapt, you basically need to fold the edges out. And that's something you need to know. You need to be secure about this and putting them in the oven and doing it. Um, that's a big step for a lot of people. And this piece basically eliminates all these worries because if it would go wrong, you can replace it, but you can also mold it back to the shape it was. So it's crazy. The fiber that is inside is, is crazy. You can just mold it like yeah. whatever yeah. you want. Um, so that was a big advantage. And we got this technology from the Superleggera. A lot of people thought it was like a super rigid skate until they, until they placed their foot in there and were like, uh, what? It's like more flexible than a normal adapt. And it has a different flex and it works different. And that is because of the lining with a supportive lining sticking out over the carbon shell. So basically you don't feel that carbon shell anymore. You have the support, but you don't feel it anymore. And that's a good thing with the new system. It is just, it makes it more soft on the top. Um, yeah, so we're, it was a big step because we still had orders go, coming in. And where is the point where you draw the line yeah. And you basically spill the beans on something that you've been working on for a long time. So it, it has been an adapt is still a, a piece of a work of art, to be honest. Like if we made you an adapt, be happy that you have, if it's a 21, if it's a 22, be happy with the, the adapt. Cause it, it, if you do all the steps, right, it will function really well. Yeah. Um, and now it isn't, it is an upgrade. Yes. We do things differently. This piece cannot be put in older models. We had to make this call in order to continue evolving. 
The most important thing is it is not a liner. So I don't want the skate to be seen as uh, a skate with a liner. Uh, it is not. It is really the, a replacement of the foams that were already inside with some extras made to fit perfect. It also takes away the pressure from the lacing. Uh, so that's a good thing. Um, so yeah, and it, it is solid in there. So basically you can take it out, but it is, when you're skating it, it doesn't move. It, it sits in there like it's supposed to be a, a part of the skate, basically. Yeah. And if people, people would have the question, can I put a liner in an adapt? Well, probably now, yes, you can, but you will need to size up. So you will have to need uh, a bigger size, basically, than with our original system, you could size down most of the time. So if you want to, if you really are invested in placing a liner inside of the adapt, feel free, but you need to size up. And we're not taking the blame if it doesn't perform as how we envisioned the skate, but uh, it's an option. So, yeah. And every time somebody does that with a new adapt skate, somewhere mm -hmm. a fairy dies. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, a couple. Right. It's a couple. Yeah, yeah a couple, it's a couple one of fairies. Foot each. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Okay. Two, two fairies. Yeah. Two fairies die. So and if you're, if you're yeah. okay with that, if you can sleep at night, you know, with that, yeah. then put the liner in. Okay. It is stupid, but, but it really keeps me awake. It's insane. Like I'm so dedicated to, yeah. And I now realize it is not like I'm not, um, how do you say it? I'm, I'm not bad mouthing about other brands i i don't want to be that because adapt is totally different you know and even big brands it's good that they're there you know and, and I'm, I'm this but the issue i have is when people ask something from me that it's not so when they they want an adapt but then they want me to make it like it's not an adapt and i think that's where the it is a bit difficult for me, but I'm coping. I'm coping. I'm trying yeah, okay. to do my best. You've got a support group, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> triple A adapt, uh, something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. So, Adrian Deck, what a beast. And we're oh, yeah. Yeah, giving him two pro models at the same time. Yeah, yeah. It was cheaper. Uh -huh. <laughs> no, no, no. No, it's. Um, so Adrian is, uh, we had Adrian on our radar for a long time and uh, we never told him, but he was always really polite and I, I would meet him always at Shred Cologne, like a contest in Germany. Um, and we had, you know, me and Olga, we have talks about riders, who's hot, who's like, in, I mean, in who, what's the next rider or whatever. And... Um, we always said if there was one rider we would just like really want it's Adrian Deck. And for some reason, like he was always a bit underrated. Uh, I don't know if it's that because of his personality or with the skate, he was skating for another brand at the time. Maybe they didn't really see what, what he could deliver or be. Um, I don't know. Um, but I do feel like him going, coming to adapt made a big change in for him. Uh, he's really happy. Uh, he's one of the uh, one of the guys that also wrote us um, to be on the team. And yeah. when I got the mail, I was like, "Olga, check this out," because we talked about this for years, and we never we're never the type of person that would steal a rider from a brand. So we we're not going to be like, "Hey." come over to adapt, you know, we'll, we'll give you gold and whatever. We, we, we just, when somebody, it comes normally, you know, with John from as well, it, it did the same thing with all our writers. And uh, yeah, so Adrian was searching for, for something else in, in his life with skating. And uh, yeah, we were so impressed with him from, from day one. Uh, I was like, dude, like, and he made a hyperskate at it short powerful and i watched it like 10 times and i'm like this guy is just i don't know just like a powerhouse like the swiss guys are are you know they they're all like you know cosimo tassone back in the day was like what did he really do that trick you know and and yeah. this is adrian deck you know oh it's snowing let's let's make a picture for a poster you know and then yeah. he'll do like a crazy as ledge in the snow 
they don't care. Uh, so yeah, so we were talking about ProSkate for already a year. Uh, so that's how it goes normally. So by the time the ProSkate gets released, we're already talking for the next collection, basically. Um, but yeah, with Adrian, it's uh, I, we decided like we need to make this guy a GTO as well because we see the purpose of him skating it, you know, and, and we like to see him skate in it. So yeah, it made sense to just go all out and make I mean, it aggressive. That gives a different, different visions of how the GTO can be used, right? Like, a, yeah. oh, I mean, yeah. you guys did yeah. that, um, that funny um, Julian Barr video, you know, so skating uh, yeah. with a girl with the. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, and so, Shopping. Yeah. <laughs> so it can be yeah. a, a lifestyle skate, a recreational skate, a distance skate, yeah. but it can also be this like free skate power blade. Oh yeah, yeah. As well. Yeah. And so yeah, it, 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 it's a way of showing different ways to use the, the GTO. Yeah. Um, Very skate. diverse skates, to be yeah. honest. If it would have a soul plate, it's an aggressive skate. Yeah with the highest level of feel, uh, but it doesn't. And that's the cool thing, I would say. Like, it's still a full-on hyperskate. Like, that's the thing. It, it is a hyperskate. It's not, it's it's uh, a beast of a skate, you know. And uh, it's so different than the aggressive. And the aggressive, the, the Brutale, is, is, is uh, made for aggressive. Uh, it works with a big wheel and it's fun. Mm. But if you're looking to get like a, one in one time investment you want something that works on the street and you're not into grinds i would really suggest like looking into getting a hyperscape because uh, yeah okay so you sell me just really quick so so i I don't skate recreationally a lot you know but Mm -hmm. i do i do a bit and and skating kids and and it's sometimes a nice form of aerobic exercise um Mm -hmm. why would why would a person like myself you know you, you don't necessarily have money to burn but if, if yeah. I were to upgrade my – so at the moment I've got um, uh, an old K2 Il Capo 80-millimeter, 4 by 80 You know, yeah, why, yeah, yeah. why would a customer like me – and I'm, I'm a fan of Adapt. I'm on board with you mm-hmm. guys. I, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. With aggressive. Why would a customer like me consider going for, um, for a GTO skate for their next skate, their next rec skate if they're, you know, they're yeah, yeah. aggressive skate? Oh, man. It, it is almost too hard to compare. It is when I go back to a different, a different brand, and not, this is not to be negative because they all have their spot. In, You're selling your industry. thing. Yeah, you do that. Yeah. It is. Uh, my God, it, it is. The best way to compare it is basically you're getting a supercar for cheap money. That's what you get. Basically, it is. Yeah. It is, it, you can look at it as an investment. You can look at it as like, oh, this is a lot of money. You can also look at it like, how many years will I get enjoyment out of this? Every time you go out skating, it's full on. It is the, the, the level of how it supports you, like how it works. It is just, it is totally different, you know? And, and uh, it has all these features that evolved it in to this a beast on on the street basically uh, this yeah. is what the, the GTO is or the, the GTO deck skate this together combined this is even the point where it's tricky because we have the quattro frame and the quattro mounting system so we sell it with the normal frame so the price is is okay um the quattro frame my god like when people ask me it's a lot of money uh, and I say yes, but <laughs> it's when you skate it, it's unbelievable. It is, it's not a gimmick, you know. And the the way we thought about uh, the high low, you know, like it's flat, but it turns like a, like a it turns like a rocket frame, but you're full on dedicated flat. So, but it turns faster because of the wheel ratio. So the back wheels are bigger than the front wheels. Basically, that makes the spin of the front wheel go faster than the back wheel. Basically, like within cars, in track cars, they put the front wheels are smaller than the back wheels in order to make a turn faster. So without doing a rocker, we just we make the same. It feels like it wants to turn very fast, but when you lean a bit back, it is super stable. And so it is hard to say, why would you sell this? You know, why, why would I get this, the upgrade or the expensive one? 
Probably if we make it more expensive, it, it has a reason. And there is a big reason for it to be that price point. Even at this point, uh, me and Olga were sitting down for the pricing and uh, we didn't go all out like all other brands did because all materials worldwide have gone up crazy. Yeah. And we are, because we keep it small, because we can still work with a lot of companies that still have work with us in a nice way. We didn't go up that much with pricing. If you would compare our skate to be honest, that, that's like literally, if you compare it to any other skate on the market in price point, even the aggressive, there's some competitors out there that are more expensive at this point than an adapt. And one of I first I was like, I was a bit hesitant about but the depth needs to be the pinnacle. So it needs to be the, the most expensive, you know? Okay. And that's why I have the Super Legera because there I, I have total freedom. I can do whatever I want. It's a different customer. And uh, for aggressive, we basically decided, yes, we will do the calculations. Leather got a bit up, material cost got up, aluminum prices went up. So we did the calculations and basically only added what we actually pay more. I have seen other things in this industry, even with shipping and whatever, they're charging COVID charges and, and, and all this, and, and it doesn't, they seem not to take it away anymore. So the price, they're like, now we're here. And to be honest, like if you're paying 400 plus for a plastic skate, uh, I don't know. Uh, I know the prices, what it costs to build and no. So yeah, adapt with that being said, you would even say you're getting a cheap skate these days for, for what we do and what we make. Yeah. What we yeah. produce. Yeah. But yeah. And maybe end up skating it more if it's that good. Yeah, huh? yeah exactly. If you have fun with it, for sure. Yeah, man. Okay, so this is my, I'm talking, like, I, I had to test the GTO again. It's not a secret. I've been nonstop skating the Superleggera because that's what I do. And uh, But I had to go back for testing the new lining piece. And I went skating on the GTOs and it took me back. I was like, oh, yeah, it's a pretty good skate, man. I was like, I, I kind of fell in love again because it, it is different. And, you know, it's different than the Superleggera, but it is such a, a tool, you know, you can work it. You can go to the streets and like just as a, as a like a, a a bike, like a good fixed gear bike or a race bike. It works, you know, and that that's just it. It doesn't make a sound. Yeah, so important. It doesn't squeak. It's super silent. People do like turn their heads when you roll around because they're like, oh, we have never seen a non. You know, it doesn't look like a toy. So yeah, that's that's a big thing. You know, yeah. Very good. Should we talk about the symmetrics? Yeah, let's do. <laughs> cool. So, um, what's what's new there? You got you're continuing to work on the actual uh, the the CNC production of them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, we're always a bit in between because we know the prices on uh, having an uh, injection molding. Um, but we still decide to keep it like a full CNC machine part um, and even go further in this direction because it looks so nice. We we made new, uh, it's not a mold, it's more like a clamp within the machines uh, where we can uh, CNC them even better finish now. It looks amazing. Our material since last year, we got a, a harder material, um, still based on the same what we had. So it's super durable. It lasts I would say four times as long than another frame that is not machined. Um, we did some tests with a different material, uh, a POM uh, material, and uh, Adrian broke it. Uh, so that was just in time because we were, it was super fast. It was crazy fast. Olga was like, this is insane. And then Sam was like, dude, I'm not going to skate kinks in this one because it's too much. Like it is so fast. So I was on the, on the edge. I was like, ooh, is it cool to have like a, an even faster frame? But there's a, a point where it's like, 
this is fast enough, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, and we were glad that Adrian broke it during testing um, because we decided, okay, so basically we're not going to continue with this material. And we uh, continued with the 2021 material, only it is more refined. And I'm really proud about, it's a small thing, but the bolts are hexagons basically on one side. So the way it works, the frame has on both sides the where the axle goes through, um, it's basically a hexagon. But you would say, like, that doesn't spin. Well, it doesn't. If you put in on one side of the bolt, it's a hexagon on the longer part. And then on the, the part that you tighten the bolt is basically the same round um, stainless steel bolt that we always made. Yeah. So, But you can switch it. So if you like the round side, you can put that on the outside. Or if you want a hexagon, you can place the hexagon on the outside because it fits in the same, basically, in the outer hole. Yeah, yeah exactly. So but it kind of works a little bit had, the way K2 or Razor's bolts. Yes, where you just, you know, yeah, it doesn't spin. Yeah. Yeah, and that was important. First, uh, the samples uh, on the hexagon did not have the Allen key, uh, like the the, Mm -hmm. the Allen hole inside. Um, And then we decided, like, hey, let's still do it because it gets pressed in, uh, basically. Um, And we decided to still do it because uh, if you want, sometimes, you know, I I used to have the the sickle bolts Mm -hmm. on, on ground controls. And sometimes it doesn't just pops in immediately and you're like, eh, you're fiddling with it and yeah. it's annoying. Um, and with the hexagon, we had the same thing. Like you would press it in, you find you're always in a hurry when you're doing wheels. So basically mm-hmm. you want to have it slammed in there and it should fit. Um, so that's why we put the hexagon, uh, still the Allen key uh, mm-hmm. in there as well. Yeah. So you can basically angle it so it pops in perfectly and you don't have to do it by with yeah. your fingers or, or hands. Um, but yeah, when you see this, this is a bolt that pictures do not do justice. Yeah. It is insane. It is machined out of like a block, which is crazy. And the guy, uh, my old boss, he called me up and said, Peter, prices are crazy. Like, you still want to have this bolt? Like, make it in China. And he's talking against this market, basically. And he's like, dude, and I'm like, no, I want this bolt. And it, it, when we got it, we had the sample and it, man, it looks like a jewel. You could just put like a chain on it and just put the bolt here. It is insane. It is insane. <laughs> like the finish on it is just uh-huh. unreal. There is yeah. nobody doing this. Nobody is CNC machining bolts. And I'm proud of it. Man, like, you got a problem. <laughs> I, I, I always have a bolt just sitting there on my workstation. When I look at it, I'm like, that's a good looking bolt. It's it's crazy. It's uh yeah, and it's not needed in a way, but it is adept and it is symmetric. And when you can also use normal bolts still in our frames. So on the website you can still buy the the, the shell, let's say it like this, yeah. the, the empty the empty frame. Yeah. With the spacers even. We make those as well. And then you can use a standard, uh, you have those UFS bolts, the, the black ones, you know, that everybody yeah. kind of has in, in, uh, in their storage or whatever. You can use those on our frame. So if you want to not invest, but still want a frame that lasts like four times as long, get the, the empty shell, you know, and or use your old bolts. So we didn't make a frame where the bolts of the old one do not match anymore because it's an investment, you know. Yeah. But yeah, that's what we changed. We didn't change any of the uh, dimensions on the outside. That was very important. Like, I think we talked to, I talked to Leon Humphreys about it. And he's like, mm, this is religion, man. You, you cannot change it. And he, <laughs> he was like, super like, and I'm like, okay, you know, I'm not going to change it. Because if it works, it works. Mm-hmm. There's no need to just make a new shape because of, Maybe sales are a bit down or whatever. No, sorry, it, it works. Finally, we have a, like a good product. It works. Let's leave it at this. If you would do something else, we'll make it next to the other one. You know, yeah. um, that's important. That we, you know, sometimes they would make a, an awesome product, and the year after they don't make it or they change it, and it's yeah. like eh, it's, it's like half of what it was. You know, yeah. and yeah, yeah. I never got that. You know, and. Uh, so, yeah, we like to stick around. Same at the salt plate. You know, it works. People had to get used to it first. They were like, oh, that's like I'm talking almost 10 years ago. Yeah. 
and now it's a, there's not a day goes by where we don't sell a, a couple of sets of soul plates uh, because it works, you know. And uh, yeah. yeah, after all these years, it still works. If you have another boot, it just yeah, you know. But yeah, that's yeah. the frame. So uh, yeah, we're really proud of those. We did internally, we changed a bit. So it is a bit stronger on the UFS where the bolt goes in. It's a mm -hmm. bit stronger. It's better machined because we redid the cat design, basically. Because um, the first original one we did was years ago. And we always developed uh, on this one. And now we redid the drawing starting from basically scratch, but keeping everything the same. For the future, for the for the machining, it's important mm -hmm. that we have a perfect file, basically. Yeah. So that's what we did with that frame. Yeah. Um, metal um, flat frames not on the website at the moment. Are they are they coming back? Not to yet. Aluminium? Not yet. It is a. It was an aluminium issue, uh, and we had to decide. Uh, we 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 have about four CNC machines that we can use. Basically, to have everything made, and we all there always has to be somebody behind that machine. Yeah. And with COVID, uh, my my old boss said, like, or the, the guy who's manufacturing right now said, uh, we have issues, you know. And uh, pick pick what you want first, because otherwise we're not gonna make it. Um, so we decided the plastic was important, the bolt was important. And we decided on the quattro frames, uh, the new ones, because people were asking for new ones. And that's the decision we made. There is going to be the aluminium one with an improved uh, hexagon uh, parts on it, but it's the same core because it works. And uh, Sam has been skating three or four years now on, that, mm -hmm. on his same sample. And he just yeah. replaces every year. He replaces the parts. And that was the goal, you know, where yeah. it is an investment at first, but then you... And we don't change it, you know, like new customer, uh, uh, for example, we do the hexagon right now, mm -hmm. right? You don't have to buy the new aluminum piece. So a, a, a customer that got the first one will be able to upgrade it even with the new parts. So we, we're keeping true to our word because it's shitty when, when you make something expensive yeah. and they, they buy it. And then next year we're like, oh, oh we yeah, changed yeah. everything. This doesn't fit anymore. Mm -hmm. A bit like what happened with the lining system, but that was something we needed to do. So yeah. there was no other way around it than to just drop it on the market and keep going forward. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, anything else you want to say on frames, on the, on the quattro frames or anything? Uh, yeah, quattro frames, we, uh -huh. it is so expensive. So all those years we didn't do it because we were like, mm. It's going to cost like a lot of money to have them produced. Uh, but now we, we, we went all in. We are like, people are really, like every time we would make a batch, they were sold out. Um, and they work. Uh, so we changed the quarter frames, even the, the standard ones. So the 84 and 90 in mm -hmm. the back then. So 84 in the front, 90 in the back. Um, they, we retrieved more aluminum out of it. So basically we did, again, new CAD uh, drawings on it and did some tests with how many strength it can handle. Um, it is still the same strength and we took off a lot of weight. So it's a crazy frame right now. And we have four different uh, types. Uh, mm -hmm. So we have uh, the Quattro S, which is basically the street version. Uh, that's uh, 80 millimeter in the front, 84 in the back derived more towards uh, the goal is slalom small feet um, more want to be nimble you're coming from aggressive something like this uh, or you're just not a big person um, the quattro s84 and the 90 millimeter that's the stand that's the first one we brought out has the same uh, thinner walls strong everything has changed it's lighter um, yeah, that's the frame for general use, I would say. That's the one I have as well. And then we have one that, that's really a cool one. We have 90 millimeter and 100. Uh, so it's kind of on the edge to like a big wheel frame. Uh, also marathon, uh, you can do like cover a lot of distance in that frame, but it's still very playful. So it's super fun because of the 90, 90, 100, 100, the ratio, how it spins is, is super crazy. It's insane. 
So it doesn't feel like a, a long frame. It has the speed of a 100, but it's basically feeling like a 90 millimeter frame. So that's pretty sick. And then we have the R, so the Quattro R. And that's a bit more expensive because of the more material that goes into the block. Um, and that's a speed skate frame. So it's basically full-on speed skate marathon. Mm -hmm. And it's 110, 100, 100, 110. So it basically fills up the entire front of the skate and the back of the skate and making it as low as possible to the ground. So you're basically skating 100s with the speed of a 110 and the diameter, like the, oh, sorry, not diameter, wheelbase of a of a close to a 100 frame. Yeah. Which is insane because I, I like marathon skating. I, I do it quite a lot. And uh, just for, for, that's my relaxing it's my riding with a bike basically because yes. I, I don't i don't ride ride bikes i just do skating um and it's so good it is just fast it's nimble but you get a lot of speed so it's a, yeah that's a pretty cool frame yeah so that's a quattro frames basically yeah and then we still have the ufs aluminium frames like the the big wheel uh, we have like a couple of sizes and the standard frames basically which are all, also really well good and uh, yeah, a lot of things. I think we have 17 types. Wow, Ooh. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is a lot. Um, yeah, and we're planning on some other top secret things right now, but that will be later on. But, yeah, top yeah. secret for the later. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, it's getting late, man, but we should hit on plans for the next phase of the Superleggera, the Superleggera yep. SP. Not yep. yet launched right that's that's just around the corner the the customers that will have one and wanted one they already are in the in talks with us and they already all received special made sizing boxes and uh, so they're well aware of what's going on they haven't seen any pictures yet so they're all it's all built on trust mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> But uh, so basically how it works, you have to email us uh, to get like, um, how do you say it? Uh, it's a, it's a, a sort of a down payment first. And then we send you a sizing box and which is really cool with some special foams. And then you have to take a picture and you get like a special adapt ruler and stuff. So you don't have to do anything yourself. Take out the box, measure up your feet, send us the pictures and we will take it for you basically. That's uh, Superleggera. So this skate is insane. I'm looking at it actually. Uh, it's above my head over there. Mm -hmm. uh, um, this is. I've, I've taken um, a screenshot and will zoom in on the reflection on your eyeball yeah. um, to be able to see what it looks like. And then I'm going to put that yeah, on the yeah. internet. Yeah. <laughs> this skate is. I, I could not be more proud. Like this is literally, it is the last skate my, my mom saw when, when she passed away. Before she passed away, I see she actually saw, saw the first uh, stages of the Superleggera, which I'm really happy for that she yeah. did. Um, that it would come to this point. Uh, it, it, yeah, I, the, super, the first Superleggera was on the break of being my last ever skate I would make. Um, because of the situation I was in and maybe wanting to go to automotive even, um, getting offers from companies that I was like, okay, hmm, uh, not sure. And uh, because of Superleggera, I got re, in, like I was re, I was again on fire for skating and uh, it, 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 it switched it from being, making it like it was the last one. And then it switched it to, this new window we opened and I was like, this is it, man. This is, this is where I can put all my energy into and it's the next thing. And I fully focused, like it was supposed to be there next year, uh, last year, sorry, the year before. And we decided not to do it because I wanted this to be amazing. Uh, the way it feels, the way I, we tested over 50 types of different things with the skate. Like literally everything has been thought about, like the way it looks, the way it has to look, the way it has to feel. That was all, we had this point in our head, how it should feel. 
how it should be. And this is Superleggera. Uh, on this point, the first, we made 20, 20 pairs, the first one. Um, those are all like really good customers and and uh, they they knew that what they were signing up for, but it was basically like a, a prototype stage that you could buy into. And this would help the production for the new one. We started off from zero. We made it 100% brand new. It is from the molding. We make every mold in-house. It is negative molds, automotive quality, uh, the finish on the teaser, if you look at the detail of the carbon, it is out of this world. Um, the liner lining piece inside is just amazing. Uh, you could just take it out and put it on the, I don't know, on your table inside or in your office. It looks amazing. I did all the best, like all my knowledge I had put into this skate. And it will really reflect on what the depth is capable of. And um, it is it is what it is. You know, it's a high-end skate for a very select few customers that that want this, you know. And uh, there is another skate in, in based on the Superleggero SP1. And that's going to a customer that is so dear to me that that it is uh we will showcase this skate but it's not it's already sold and it is basically the 10-year superleggera edition we did a 10-year version of the brutale we did a 10-year of the gto and we then decided there was going to be a one of one 10-year spx superleggera and we i had to find a customer myself because i wanted to know like not to say bad about any of the customers because they're amazing, but this guy is, he fully understands the brand where we are going, what we're doing. And we have been in years and years in, in conversations with him. And uh, this gate will, will yeah, is, is going to be insane. It is based on the Superleggera SP, but it is me going all out with uh, finish, detail, Every single detail, a handmade box, uh, special woods, you name it. Uh, <laughs> I, I, and it's so for me only possible to do one, to be honest. Like this is that's the 10 year. And uh, he also has a 10 year GTA. It's frozen just now. I'll see if you come good. Still frozen. Even, uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, six gate, and it will be shown to the public uh, later this month. Um, yeah, but basically, it's not. You don't have to wait until we show it if you want to be on the list to get one. Um, you just need to email us, basically, because that's what it takes. You will never be able to put it into your shopping cart just like this. Uh, we're not very selective or something. We want to build you, if you want it, really bad. Yeah. System. So you need to pre-order first. It will never be like adding shopping cart because I'm making it. I need my time. Maybe I'm on vacation. Maybe I need some time away from a project. So when somebody wants it, it's together with us. Uh, yeah, but it's going to be sick. So, yeah, pretty cool uh, project. Congratulations again. <laughs> Man, we should probably finish up. It's getting late here. Um, yeah. It's so nice chatting and always very nice to feed on your enthusiasm for what you do. Um, it's great. We appreciate it. And um, I'll, um, I'll edit this up and, and put, get it up tomorrow so people can listen in and get excited about uh, what's coming yeah, yeah. Mad Beef Rollerblading Podcast is produced by Mikey Lynch, theme music by Edifice Architect. You can subscribe to us on SoundCloud, iTunes and Stitcher and get in touch with us on our Facebook page. Mad Beef is supported by Skater HQ. You can find them online at skaterhq.com.au We are also supported by our growing number of Patreon patrons. To support the podcast, find us on Patreon. Even just $2 a month, every little bit helps. 